Give Chloe a big hand. Yeah, we love you, Chloe. Okay, if you would take your communicator out with me, and inside there's a little brown piece of paper, and it looks on the top. It has that 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 has this this blue logo with a chair on top of it. And if you could just hold that in your hand for a minute as I talk about it. So we are doing a mini capital campaign, and we are going to raising money for new chairs and and new pit in our auditorium. Okay. So some of you are like, yay, and others of you are like, boo, okay? So I, but I do want to talk to all of us just for a moment about this. And um, the, the reason why we want to do this, and actually this, it's not just called the chair, chairs and squares, campers, 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 we have an opportunity every single Sunday to reach people for Jesus. And um, every single Sunday I think about the space that we gather together and is that, si- is that space, space and is it comfortable and is it welcoming and is it full of loving people? We got the loving people thing down. I guarantee, 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 all that she had 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 almost $45,000 that she gave to the church. And so we painted this thing. We had to do special chill come for all of our sound acoustic treatments. We got this far. Um, she also helped us get some plumbing stuff done. But now we want to finish this space where we gather on Sundays. And, and there's one main reason why we have to renew our chairs. It's because the fire department said, no, we can't have chairs that aren't linked together. And so if there was an emergency, it's a safety issue. And shoe 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 and after we finish painting this thing, we're gonna get we're gonna buy new chairs. And guess what? I want you to know, uh, Kate's my wife. Come sit in this chair. You tell me how comfortable <laughs> this chair is compared to that chair. Oh wow, wow! This is this is yeah. This is this is amazing. I feel like a new woman in this chair. 
This is definitely um, awesome, and we need these. Okay, <laughs> okay give her a hand. <laughs> okay. The chairs that we've had, did you know that these were donated? Um, Tom knew somebody, and they just got given to the church. And so what we want to do since, since they're to code, we... That's not funny. But we know ministries... Um, we have Mexico Partnership Ministries that have actually said, if you have any extra chairs, we'd love to have We have two different ones that we're trying to figure out what we do. We'll keep a couple of them for the cafe, because some of you complain about the blue chairs in there. So we want to give you a little bit more comfort, right? And then we're going to ship about, 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 so here's what we're going to ask. What if, what if you buy a chair for yourself, and what if you buy one for somebody that needs Jesus? You know what? Our cities need Jesus. And the question is, are we going to be that church? Are we going to be a people that says, you know what, it goes way beyond chairs and squares, but it goes to the hearts and lives of people. Are we going to be that church? And so here's it, 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 Bought one for, one for a future, uh, maybe a relative that needs Jesus, or a friend, or a literal neighbor that you know needs Jesus, or a coworker needs Jesus, okay? So, throw that out. Here's what I'd love, love you to do. I don't want any of these today around here. You take them home, and like, and just, I want you to pray and say, God, what can I do? And I would love for it, 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 to actually sting just a little bit. What is this? You know, sometimes that sacrifice is exactly what God calls us to, and we forget about that. Like, like we, as you like, write, I want to do X amount. Let it sting. For some of you, that stinging, stinging is going to be 20 bucks or 50 bucks. And for others of you, it's going to be a complete, complete number. But, but what's going to challenge you and challenge your heart to dig in? And I ask that you do nothing more or nothing less than what the Spirit of God is doing in and through you, okay? That's it. So I take this home, pray about it. You can bring these back next week, okay? Good? Fair? You guys with me? Okay, good. Okay, okay. And 
Um, last thing before I introduce Tom, 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 Next week we're going to start a brand new sermon series. It's called Radical Transformation, and we're going to look at partnering with Jesus to change the world. Did you know that all of history, even the concept of of date and time change with Christ. And so even to this day, things that are motor, 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 most basic that we understand as like, well, we're, it's humans, 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 he changed the way people see each other. Jesus changed how society saw kids. Jesus changed how society saw women. Jesus changed how society um, loved each other. Jesus changed how society saw forgiveness and grace. Jesus changed everything. And we're going to be diving into the series how Jesus changed the world and how God's calling us to partner with his spirit to change the world. And so there's a little flyer that matches this thing in your communicator. If you could take that out, prayerfully consider inviting one person on that journey next week. Like who is it that, that, that just needs the love of Christ in their lives 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 it is the same picture on top. If you could pull that out and look at it just for a minute. And um, so for these next 40 days, starting this Wednesday, God will use these 40 days in a really specific way in your life and in my life as we dive in. So as a church, we're going to do these, what we're going to call spiritual practices for the next 40 days. Starting this Wednesday, um, the first one is the big personal ask. And here's what we're asking. What is it that you want to ask God for this year? What is it over the next 40 days where you don't have to get compulsive about it, but every single day, God, here's the one thing that if this changed in my life or in the life of the people around me, this would mean the world. So what is that one thing that you want to ask God for? And then ask every day. Every day, God, here's here's what I'm asking for. For 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 Okay. So that's the big personal ask. The second one is number two, give something up for the next forty days. We're gonna encourage you so a lot of times we think of giving something up as in food. 
But what if 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 So I I I know a lot of you and I know your hearts and you've talked to me about like here's what I sense God doing. God's calling me to give up give up being bitter towards this person and we've had those conversations. And so maybe it's something like that. You want to give up bitterness or anger or resentment or judgmentalism or, or being critical or whatever else. And you say, Holy Spirit, come help me lay this down for 40 days. And you, you do know that after about 30 days, 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 30 you that are in your sphere of influence that need Jesus. You might not know about where they where they where they are, but it's three people that you can start to pray for during these 40 days and we're going to just start to pray for them. Number 4, we'll talk about that in the future, skip that one. And number 5 is the last one. Spend time with God each day. And so for this one, here's what we're going to ask. Um, what does it look like, John? Well, you can actually just text 40 days to the church phone, 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 and as you text that number, you're going to get one text prompt every day starting this coming Wednesday. And here's what's going to be on that text. It's going to be a spiritual practice, something that you can do, as well as a scripture verse. And so for 40 to 80 days, you get one of these text prompts uh, every day in the morning. And do your best to just dive into it. We will be a better people because of that, okay? Good. Okay, is that simple? Simple, 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 and if you don't do the text thing, or maybe you don't have a cell phone that receives texts, or maybe you just have a landline, there is a paper version of this out at the guest information table, okay? There's a paper version for those that need them. So pick that up, because we start this Wednesday, and really it would be awesome if every single one of us just jumped in and said, who knows, who knows what God will do as we push in to his spirit and to push into what God has in store for us as a church, but also as individuals this season leading up to Easter. I think this is going to be the big, 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 the biggest, best Easter ever. And the question is, do we want to participate in that? Do we want to participate in what the spirit of God is doing? Okay, so text that number. And um Tom, come on, 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 come on up here. I want to pray for Tom. Um you know, I don't know if some of you guys have never met Tom, others of you've known him for 30 years, okay? 
uh, sometimes even longer. Um, and Tom is, I, I count it an honor to not, not only know Tom, um, but be friends with Tom. He is, he and Jana are just amazing people. They're the founders of this church, 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 church. And so this morning, Tom's going to be sharing with us. And I just think what a, we prayed this during our pre-service prayer. What a 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 great spiritual heritage we have as a church. And really I'm honored to be holding on to the coattails of this guy right here. What a blessing he's been. What a blessing Jan's been to this church. So let me pray for Tom for Tom. We'll just let him go. So Holy Spirit come, Lord, thanks for Tom, and I just pray that this message would speak to our hearts and lives and that we would go deeper. We love you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Tom. Glad uh, blessed by that. I'll do it. Or do you do it? No, you do it. Good. Can you hear me? 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 Okay. We are so glad to be the bees, 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 the it's 19 years old. It has housed tens of thousands of people and kids running through here. It's got stains this big on it, and it's just, and the chairs aren't aren't up to code. And every time the fire department came to, the yearly check, I go, oh no, I know they're going to say this again. So, uh, we are glad to do it. And so, 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 we have the honor, we're going to give the first thousand dollars towards that. I want to tell you, 10 shares, and I want the 42 from that wall squares to that wall, right here in the center. Because when we built this, we built 42 feet of, of what we kind of call the the altar, 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 You're so dear to me. And this fellowship is so dear that it's it's hard to even stand stand here and not be emotional. Uh because we have thirty eight years invested in this place and it's so 
I just get to share it with you. We're so thankful for John and Kate. What a joy for me and Jen, Jen here, and to, to be with John and Kate and, and their devotion, their commitment to you. God is good. God is going to give us so much out of this place. And we're not going to retire in Minnesota. We don't want to retire in Minnesota. We don't want to grow old in that place. It's just that we know that our person is there now to take care of our family. So uh, we're, we're there until God says, come back. Okay. And we appreciate you, John and Kate. Thank you for your sacrifice. Thanks for coming. Thanks for, for that. And, and John says he wants to... Dedicate more babies and baptize more people than, than those that he conducts memorial services for this year. <laughs> and uh, he's, he's been uh, inundated by a lot of people that have gone to be with Jesus. And, and so long ago I woke up, it was only a couple weeks, a few weeks ago, I woke up from a night's sleep, and I knew I had just had a prophetic dream. The, 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 the way that God uses dreams with me is the prophetic dreams come right before I wake up, they're in living color, and I remember every aspect of them. And normally I, I, I dream in black and white, but this one was, was color. The dream was very vivid. It was a message from Scripture. Uh, I think the reason that God uses dreams sometimes is because in, in, in dream we talk. We talk. We communicate. We hear voices. We dialogue with one another in dreams. And God uses those oftentimes, I think. I know he does. begins to speak to me about it. And I heard John 14, 1 through 4. And it's this, 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 passage of scripture that says this. Jesus is speaking to his disciples, and he's saying to them, Words of comfort because he was about very, very short about to be crucified. It was just hours before his crucifixion. And he's quieting his disciples. He's trying to comfort them. And he says this to them, don't your hearts be troubled. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust, trust God. Trust also in me. And that's what I 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 what I
Do not let your hearts be troubled. And it was like a personal word to me. Come. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. And Jan woke up and I shared the dream with her. And there was another part to the dream that I believe that it was a prophetic dream that was preparing us to receive news that had the potential to trouble our hearts. You ever received news that has troubled your heart? <laughs> of course you have. Matter of fact, there are those here today that just this week or just in the last several 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 hours, you've probably received something that has come your way that has the potential to trouble your heart. Someone called. Turned on, on the news. You came to church and you talked with somebody. The troubled heart. Now I'm not going to define that because every one of us knows exactly what it is like. The troubled heart. And Jesus spoke to me, and He's speaking to us today. Speaking to me. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. So he's giving us answers to troubled hearts, the stuff of life. And so 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 I what I did was I shared that with Jan. And I told her that I believed that it was a prophetic dream preparing us for trouble to come down the hallway that was going to hit our hearts. And of course, she said, oh, great. <laughs> Thanks for telling me. <laughs> Thanks for sharing with me. That trouble is on its way. Well, listen. Here's the friend. Trouble is on its way. That's life. Things that trouble our hearts are under, 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 that faces us. We don't go for very long without a troubled heart, but Jesus is saying to us, don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. And so she said, okay. We're prepped. Prep. We prayed together. We held hands and we said, Lord, whatever that is that's coming our way, that has the potential to trouble 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 tr
matter of fact, it's a lot better to make decisions ahead of time. It's in the midst of it. So we can make a decision right now. The next time that a heart troubler comes our way has all the potential to stir our hearts negatively. Lord, my choice, my choice now is I will trust in the Father. 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 That's the decision I'm making right now. So when it comes, you say, oh, I've already made that decision. <laughs> I'm going to trust. I'm going to trust. And so we can do that today. The continual flow, life is a continual, at least for me, a flow of potential heart trouble. Because the, the, it's the potential that's there. Little troublers, a couple weeks ago, vacation with my family, we're all down at the beach, I lost my wallet. <laughs> and if you know, guys, you know how much you feel this thing in your back, 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 It's there. It's a part of your body. It's got your license. It's got some, it's a couple credit cards or a debit card in it. It's got some money. I lost it. We searched all of those dumps. I thought it was stolen. And so there's those little heart troublers because I had to now make a couple immediate phone calls because your mind, mind immediately goes to the dark place. Someone had stolen that and was now draining every account I've ever had in all my life of every penny that's in it. You know, that's what, that's what you think. Heart troublers come and your mind, 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 Canceled the couple things that I had in it. Now, if you're being tempted today, day, 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 Trust. Jesus says, listen, trust. And the only way that Jesus can say that, 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 what troubles our heart doesn't trouble his. And so he's got this stuff covered, and he understands. And matter of fact, he hasn't lost control. He still remains sovereign. And so Jesus was telling his disciples 2,000 years ago, and his disciples today, you and me, Life isn't going to go like you expected. 
Now, wasn't that so true with the disciples? <laughs> they expected that Jesus to set up his earthly kingdom on earth, overthrow the Roman government, and here the Jewish nation, the nation of Israel, Israel would rule and reign for all time. Ah, have you noticed the gift, 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 the I see Jeremy and Melanie here, and they're just having kids all the time. I love it. I'm going. I see a new bed, 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 I didn't know about this baby, 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 baby. This baby popped up in this in this picture somewhere, and I see I see this baby, and and we don't write heart troublers into our five-year plan. About three point four months into this plan, I write it in a troubler. They just happen. We don't. Control life. The heart troublers of life give us indication of that. Life is going to go in an unexpected way. It's going to take, going to take, going to take, going to take a right turn when you or want to go left. It's, it's just not going to do what you, 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 what you think it should do. And so what Jesus says. Trust that these right turns of life and these ways of life and that these, these circumstances of life and all of these things that happen in life that you haven't planned for, trust that they're not a surprise to, to me, that I am still sovereign, I am still in control, even though it looks like all of life is flying out of control as it did with the disciples. That there's a bigger picture that you don't know anything about yet. There's just a bigger picture. And then and then and then and then and then and then the interesting thing is when these disciples are their most confused and Jesus says Crucifixion did not fit. It just didn't fit. Wait a minute. Trust that when those circumstances come, God's still in control. And then Jesus does this interesting thing, 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 thing. I, I found it fascinating what he just did. He's saying, listen, life is unexpected, 
circumstances, trust me in the midst of them. And then he starts talking, 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 I'm going to go prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you may also be where I am. You know the way. You know the way to the place where I'm going. So now Jesus begins to say, listen, there's a big picture of life. And right now you're walking out day by day, 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 the plan, the activity, the work of God in your life, you're walking those things out. Unexpected stuff is going to happen while you're here on this earth. You can trust me in the midst of them. I'm still in control in the midst of of all, all those things, and there's a big picture, and that big, big picture is in my father's house. There's a ton of room, and I've prepared a place. And so what he's doing, he's quieting the disciples' heart, 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 although they had no idea what was going on at the time. He's quieting their hearts with this big picture, because they were all going to die. They were all going to their life. They were all going to be martyred. Put him out on an island where he wrote the book of Revelation. And he said, there's a big picture. And I want you to know about this big picture. And he doesn't explain a whole lot about it. He just talks about this, this father's place. This house where there's lots of room. And I know he's not talking about heaven being a great big apartment building. I know that. He's just simply saying, there's a whole lot of room for everybody. And there will be a day that you'll enter into that place. And so he's quieting their hearts. There's a big picture. I want you to keep your eyes on this big picture. You're here for a relatively short period of time. And I want you to have your hearts quieted. That I'm in control. And I'm going to go prepare a place, 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 you. Because I so long to be close to you. We often think of going to heaven as us being close to Jesus. But this scripture talks about the longing that Jesus has He's not fully satisfied yet. 
with what's going on. He wants us closer to Him. He wants us with Him. He wants us so that we can see Him. And you know that eternity, you'll have all the time that you ever need with Jesus. Because it's eternity. You can spend as long as you want with Jesus talking to him, 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 personally. Spending time with him. And Jesus says, realize that there's just a 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 bigger picture in all of this stuff. And then in the same chapter, if you go to verse 25, in the same chapter, Jesus says this, All this I have spoken while still with you. The Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. Peace I give to you. I do not give it as the world gives it. Do not let your heart be troubled. And do not be afraid. So what Jesus says again, the second thing in this world is, I'm not going to leave you alone. I'm going to go and prepare a prayer for you, but I'm not going to leave you alone. And it's to your advantage that I go away, because what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave the Spirit of God, and the Spirit of God will dwell in you. Oh, that's even better. That's even better than Jesus walking the earth, because he can only be one place at one time. The Spirit of God dwells in us. So Jesus says, I'm not gonna 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 and walk with you. Therefore, don't let your heart be troubled. Don't be afraid. I'll never leave you alone. I'll never, I'll never allow you to walk a step or breathe a breath without my never do that.
why? Because we sang about it today. He's a good, good father. He's not good some of the time. He's good all of the time. And so what is the one thing that Jesus could do that would quiet, 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 And he told his disciples, don't let your hearts be troubled. It's all a part of a bigger plan. I'm not going to leave you alone. My spirit will be with you. Don't worry. Wherever you walk, I'm walking with you. Wherever you go, I'm going with you. Whatever you experience, I experience with you. And I've experienced church, 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 before you. And I guarantee you that there's a bigger picture. And that bigger picture encompasses all of eternity that is waiting for you. He couldn't say anything more comforting to his disciples than those words. He could not, not say anything more comforting. And at a later time, they understood it. Don't let your hearts be troubled. What you're suffering now is all a part of a bigger picture. Suffering is always a small part, 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 part of a bigger picture. There's something bigger that's going on. God never wastes suffering. He never wastes it. He never, 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 he And I would never exclude the, the power of, of suffering and the hurt pain. God has a bigger picture. And it's all a part of his plan for your life that's going to move you forward, 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 Towards this bigger picture. He's not going to waste it. He says, when your heart troublers come, and they're going to come, he says, I've got it covered. I've got it covered. You're not alone. I'm walking with you. You aren't facing potential heart troublers by yourself. The, the full weight of the creative trinity is with you. Just the weight. Jesus says, I'll be with you. I won't leave you alone. The Spirit of God. Trust in, trust in God. Trust also in me. And I'll leave you the Spirit of the Lord. wonderful. And some of you right now are saying, I'm wondering, 
I want to do that. I want to hold on to that. But the, the heart troubler is, is enough that it has distracted you and it has pulled you to the dark place. And so I, so I just say, may the Spirit of the Lord lift you out of that. May He lift your heart. May you have, 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 Ever, ever leave you. Jesus says, whatever those circumstances are, it's covered. Your future is secure. The heart troublers are momentary. Because fear is just simply being afraid of kind of what the future holds that you don't know about. That's fear, 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 I just I don't know what the future holds and, and your mind has gone to the dark places and it doesn't seem very in, in, in enjoyable and so there's fear. And so what Jesus does is he comforts your fear about the future and he says, Oh, I'm going to go prepare a place for you. <laughs> That's your future. <laughs> That's your future. The moments now are just moving you towards that future. Your future is out there. Your future is in heaven where I can be with you forever and ever. And touch me, Jesus is saying. Touch me. Talk to me. You'll hear my voice. That's your future. This stuff right now is just temporary taking you there. Whatever is touchable is all temporary. And so we trust. We're not alone. We trust. A couple of days after the dream about this prophetic precursor, this, uh, a potential troubler coming our way, Jan came up to me and she says, Do you remember how I've been telling you? That my arm, my left arm has been sore. She says, I felt a lump right here by the lymph node. And the left side of her body, she's a 17-year cancer survivor of the left side. I hate this word lump. Don't you? I mean, just the word lump. 
goes, he goes, feel, feel this. I'm going, oh my gosh, is that what I'm supposed to do? So immediately, as the, as the new news comes through kind of the fallen nature in the flesh, So we joined hands, and I reminded her of a prayer, and I said, we will not let our hearts be broken. We will trust in God. We will trust Jesus. His spirit dwells there. And we went on. That was a potential heart trouble. And, and neither one of us did this, hallelujah, yo, I'm free of fear. No, fear gripped me. I wish I could. Not the way I function. It's not, it's not life for me. It probably isn't for you. Fear gripped us. Oh, oh. I remember his answer. Oh my. What does that mean? The Lord reminded us that we, we weren't alone. That he has a very good, 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 very good future for us, and suffering is all a part of a bigger plan that he will have. And if you're here today and you're struggling with news that had the potential of troubling your heart, then I want to speak the ancient words of Jesus, those same words that have comforted millions upon millions down through the centuries of time since he first spoke them to his disciples both shortly before he was crucified. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Place your trust in Jesus. He hasn't left you alone. He has left the Spirit of God in you. There's a bigger picture. All suffering is a part of a plan, a bigger picture that he wants to bring redemption out of. Don't let your hearts be troubled by what you're going to face here. I find it interesting that he places personal responsibility when he's saying, Tom, don't let your hearts be troubled. And so then I have to take personal responsibility. Okay, therefore, I will trust. Even in the midst of the struggle. And, and don't think that I'm negating the devastating traumatic things that can hit us in life. I know. I'm aware of those. I'm aware of even the suffering in this room. 
and some that couldn't even be here, 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 because of stage four brain cancer. I am aware of those but the words that I want to speak to you today is this. God's bigger. God's bigger than that troubling thing that will come your way. God's more powerful and he has set into motion, 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 that all things work together for good. All things. Have you heard the story of the little girl who became 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 her mother that another person had made fun of her. And mom's reply, oh dear, always remember, always remember that you're never alone, that the Spirit of God lives in you. And the little girl responded by saying, oh mom, I know that the Spirit of God lives in me, but sometimes I just need someone with flesh on, someone I can touch. We're all that way. And God says, got it covered. Got it covered. What I'm going to do, 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 redeemed human being called my church. And, and my church will then become the Spirit of God with skin on. <laughs> because He lives in us. And wherever we go, the Spirit of the Lord goes. Wherever we walk, He walks. Whatever we for 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 we say he's he's there and he's a part of that. He's going to create an army of people of which we are just a small part of. And some of that army meets here on Sunday morning. And some down the street and some over this way and some over this way. He's going to create an army of people of Spirit-filled people that can be touched and that can speak and that can say the words of life. And on this earth, we become those that hold out words of life to people like Jesus did. We hold them out wherever we go. We just simply say, I have life. I have purpose. There's meaning. There's forgiveness. There's redemption. There's salvation. And we just hold out those words wherever we go. We don't hold them back. 
We become the Spirit of God within us. And you need me, and I need you. Because sometimes I'll walk into church with a troubled trouble, and sometimes you'll walk in with a troubled heart. We need each other. You are not unimportant to me, and I am not unimportant to you. We are the church. The living, breathing body of Christ that has the answer to every single problem the world offers that needs solution to and 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 to everyone and that answer is Jesus. Jesus He's the answer. He's the answer to your anger. He's the answer to your brokenness. He's the answer. Jesus. And we hold that in Jesus just to everyone that we come in contact with. Jesus. Jesus. We are an army of ministers. We are the church, the body of Christ. We gather weekly together, gather, 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 gather with hundreds of millions of other peoples throughout the world. And I come to church each week, not for me. I don't come to church for me, no more than Jesus came to this earth for him. Jesus said, I have come not to be served, but to serve and give my life a ransom for many. We come together in church to give ourselves to other people. To be 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 but for my brothers and sisters in Christ. Because I've got answers to the troubled heart. And that is trust in Jesus. And we need to hear that from each other. And I'm here today with skin on, touching you. Just a skin sickness away from the Spirit of God. When we lay our hands on one another, we're that, that distance to the Spirit of the Lord. And so we're here to give ourselves to one another. And I need you, and you need me. And so we come first to church for that reason. Not, 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 if you come to church for your own benefit, then you'll never be satisfied fully. We come to church for others. I come to church early because I'm on the prowl. I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking for the troubled heart. I'm looking. I'm watching you get out of cars when I, when I come back there. I come to church early because I don't want to miss anything. Any I don't want to miss the person that walks through on their way to the, to the bus stop up here. Excuse me. 
the prowl. I'm always on the prowl, wherever I go. Heart trouble. Any heart troubles in here? Anybody with a troubled heart in here? The church is here. The church is here to minister to you and to give themselves to you. I'm ready to touch people. I'm compelled to touch people because of the love of God. It hasn't always been that way. I knew what it was like to walk for so many years without God's love in my heart and to live out 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 I know what it's but the church is love in action. And each one of you are a minister, and you come to 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 this place. You come to this church. You need to come ready to serve and to minister to one another, to other people. Well, I know them. Then go up and meet them. I carry a note, a pad of paper with me now wherever I go, because we're in an environment of new people that I don't know. Have it in my back pocket. And when I'm talking to people, I'm all, 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 I'm Check on you to see how you're doing. What if 150 people decided that they were never going to leave this church on a, on a morning until you've talked to at least two or three people, you've written down their names and their numbers, and you said, how can I pray for you? How can I give my life to you? That's the church. That's why we were created. That's why we are here. I don't come to church for a 30-minute message that feeds me. I get fed up, 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 all week long in the word myself. I come to church so full, I'm overflowing, and I'm just going to just ooze all over everybody. I'm just going to love all over everybody. If you come to church to be fed for 30 minutes and you're 100 and 30 hours a week in which aren't being fed? Then you'll never be satisfied. John, you can't preach that good. He does not. <laughs> There's no one that can preach that good. We 
we come 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 full ready to give ourselves to invest ourselves to touch people to love on people because we are compelled by the love of God in our hearts now can I pray for the church was created to be servers I was not created to be served, but to serve like Jesus and to give my life until there's nothing else to give. To pour out my life until there's nothing else to pour out. Just like my grandfather. A Nazarene bring 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 evangelist. He was a preacher of hellfire and brimstone. You ever heard of hellfire and brimstone? My generation has. Hellfire is and it's like every time he came into town and had a had a revival meeting, I got saved again. I was born again a dozen times over a dozen years. He'd come into town and he's just like, Hellfire. I gotta tell you a quick story. And he had stories. He would come into town and go to all the bars. This is 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 what old time evangelists did. They go to all the most decadent places they could find. He would come to Glendora and go to all the bars. Every place that served liquor, he, liquor, and he'd sit down and he'd hand it out. He says, "Come to my revival meeting. Come to my revival meeting." Now, these are his words. He told me this when I was a twelve-year-old boy. He said, "Tommy, I got a something for you." He says, "I was holding a revival meeting in Nebraska, and I went to all the bars and I invited all those that were in all those sinners in that bar." Grouped them all into one big word. And he said, Tommy, I was preaching the gospel. And there I saw in the very back of that church, I saw one of those. People that was did 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 that was that bar come through that back door, and that man stumbled. He was so drunk, and he stumbled across and he stumbled down center aisle, and I knew he wanted Jesus, and I invited my everyone to come to the altar who wants Jesus, and he and he tumbling down. True story. That man. Fell on his face halfway down the aisle, and 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 died that far from Jesus. That's that's the way these old guys that far from that far from the altar 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 altar
sick last year. You and I hold out, hold out words of life a little bit different than my grandpa. But he baptized over 10,000 people in his lifetime. We hold out words of life. Wherever we are, we hold out words of 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 words. I come early and I refuse to leave right after church because ministry begins when John says, Amen. That's when ministry begins. Our ministry starts when the service is over. Right now, you're just sitting there listening to me. You're not ministering to 